Kids are so scary. Was that that little baby screaming? I think it was another child. I can't have been that one. There are that kids was... running wild, screaming outside the door. Are we recording? Yeah. I was just oh, okay. The warm-ups. They're just, I mean, oh, they're too big. I mean, that, that, was too big. that sound was too big to have come from that little child. Yeah, I moved my microphone. Hopefully, I'm going to move it again. Did you hear my clicks? Crinkle, crinkle. It is it that It is that one. baby. Your hair looks good today. Thank you. For, you know, when you have, like, curly, wavy hair, it's a it's a crapshoot. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today, guys. I'm Monica. I'm Jennifer. And this is the Spooky Chat Podcast. And we are back in Austin Public Library. We are chit-chatting. It's another episode of just us chatting about things, no interviews. We are without Tim. Tim is living his best life. He's on vacation with family. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah. I don't have any words to hate on him. I can't. Well, my family's here in Austin, so I can see them any old time. And I am a workaholic, and I have not had time to see my family. They live in Northeast Texas, as my husband says. I like to say East Texas, but they live in the North. Well, you're going to have to talk to them because they've got stories. Yes, but I want to actually see them. Yeah, you should go there. I am. I want to. I barely get the trash out on Mondays. <laughs> Like, let me be real. And I honestly, I don't remember if it's trash and recycling or if it's trash and composting. So, I mean, sometimes I'll put all three out or I just peep at my neighbors. Home ownership is complicated. It really is. And I can't wait until we sell that bitch. Yeah. And get a haunted house. I want to, you know, (laughs) a piece of me wants to move into a nice little Victorian with Victorian ghosts, that would be nice. With a front parlor. It's probably Marley with his chains. Oh, no. Wait, is Jacob Marley? That's that. It's a Christmas story, Ebene- isn't it? Ebene- yeah, Ebenezer Scrooge's yeah. business partner. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're Victorian, aren't they? I think so. I think that's Victorian. What if I had moved into a house with Queen Victoria? I don't know. We're at the library, and there's some... Freaky deaky going on here. Should we write that code down in case we need it later? What if the room... It's an escape room? <laughs> it's an escape room after a certain time. <laughs> I think it would be fun to design escape rooms. You know, I think so too. Tangent. Escape rooms are fun. What if you had a haunted escape room <gasps> and you had to help a ghost get out? That would be good. That would be so much fun. Like... You have to help a ghost, but then at the end, you realize that the ghost is like... You. Just kidding. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys so, are rich. So, what are we talking about today? Okay. So, we're talking about something that's super personal to me. Mm-hmm. Deja vu. Ooh. Deja vu, jamais vu, and presique vu, vu. Oh, I've never heard of two of those. I get jamais vu and deja vu all the time. I get deja vu all the time. And I think a lot of people get presic view. I don't know how to pronounce that. Is it French? It is French. Let me take a look. I took some French in high school. Please help me. Deja vu, jamais vu, presque vu. I can count in French. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. Well, I can sing row your boat in Latin. Nice. I have always wanted to learn Latin and American Sign Language. Tangent. My husband can count to 10 in Korean. Nice. I feel like I really missed out not learning as many languages as I could. We all did. Because I feel like you're a 
more well-rounded person. Yeah. Your brain is capable of doing more things. Yeah. So tell me about your deja vu. I want to tell you about my deja vu too. Okay. Okay. Whenever I have deja vu, Mm -hmm. I'm usually... And the way that it works with me, it's so strange. Like we we all kind of experienced at one point where you're sitting down and you're like, I can predict what someone else is going to say. You say you this, 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 this. Like you right. know what's going to happen. Right. And for me, I find that sometimes it's happening so quickly that I'm not able to say, you're going to say this. You're going to say right. this. You're going to say this. But you know what's going to happen next. Yes, but you know what's going to happen. But for me, it's a matter of sometimes I'll – be sitting there mm-hmm. with my family and we're watching television and my mind will start to wander off. When it wanders off, it's like I'm seeing a different scene. They're doing one thing and I'm doing it too. We're all watching the same show, but then my mind will go to a different scene and it's like I'm watching two movies at once. Like I'm living it. It's like, you know how on YouTube you watch a video and you can put yourself at the bottom of a reaction video. You put the original video down here and then you have your reaction up here. Like it's yeah. a it's a video in a video. Yeah. It's like that. And it's like I'm living my life, but I'm also seeing this other movie happening. And I'm realizing at the time, and it's only like 30 second increments. Mm-hmm. This is going to turn into deja vu later. I'm seeing something that's not really happening right now. I'm tapping into something that's not existing right now maybe about a week or two later i get i'm out i'm doing something and it'll take me maybe about 10 to 20 seconds before i realize something else is happening like this this is happening and i've lived it before and this is when and i'm like this is deja vu that that doesn't sound like deja vu that sounds like premonitions if you're seeing something and then you see something happen and then it happens later that's a premonition i don't think that's deja vu well, I'm going to go over this. Okay. Let's let's hear about deja vu. Okay. There are three phenomena that happen with that, that vu word at the end. Mm-hmm. There's deja vu, which is the feeling of familiarity that occurs in an unfamiliar or new context. Of course, it's a French word meaning already seen. Right. Then there's the phenomena of jamais vu. And that's the feeling that something familiar appears strange and now unfamiliar. So I've got notes here. I've got so many notes because so, this was just such a fascinating thing. Is jamais vu like if you look at a word too long and all of a sudden it doesn't seem like a word anymore? Yes. And it means never seen in French. Oh, I hate that. Yes. And it's like sometimes if you're doing, I know when I would do a report, I'm out here and I'm like writing, 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 writing. And then I get to the point where I'm like, this doesn't look right. Like companion. Yeah. So I'm writing, you know, their companion, this companion, the companion case, da, 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 da. And then it, wait, companion. Is that how I spell companion? Yeah. And if I just spelled companion this way a million times in the same report. Why can I not remember it here? That's jamais vu. I did used to do that in school when I would do my study schedule. Yes. I was writing the word week over and over again. Yes. Finally at the very end, I was like, week, that is not a real word. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And then the last one, Prescott View. Prescott View? Prescott View, which is that tip of the tongue phenomenon. That's that, like... Go ahead. I no, go I, ahead. I bet I know. Is that when you can... It's like if your mind was a shelf and you're reaching for a word and you know that that spot where the word is is empty and you can't get to it. Yes. And it means... Oh, I hate that. It means almost seen. And a lot of people call it the tip of your tongue phenomenon. Your word nesia. The crazy thing is you know what the word feels like in your mouth. Yes. And you know how long it is. And yes. you know what it sounds like. Yes. But you can't say it. 
Yes. I never knew there was a word for that. I thought that I was just crazy. I thought I was having dementia. No. <laughs> Which, if it continually happens, yeah. and it's always happening, it can be an indication of different brain disorder. Oh, and so all of these things, we're giving them kind of a supernatural feel, but a lot of them could be brain disorders. Something's going on in your brain. But what brain disorder is going to let you see the future? Okay. Let me let me go into okay. it. Sometimes deja vu, it's so complicated. So I Googled it and a Bustle article came up. It was super, super interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was nine things your brain is trying to tell you when you experience deja vu by Brandy Neal. And Brandy Neal references an article by Scientific American that says that deja vu is actually small seizures in your brain responsible for memory formation and retrieval. It's a synaptic misfiring. These are the nine things that are happening, scientifically speaking. Okay. Deja vu can be an indication of. Oh, okay. One, you're not paying attention and that you're more distracted and your deja vu is actually a perceptual double take in a way. You're seeing something happening and you're like, this has happened before. It's like, no, you just weren't paying attention. And now it seems like it's happening before. But how do you know what's going to happen? Because when I have deja vu, I feel like... However long it's lasting is happening in slow motion. Well, not slow motion, but slower than normal time. And then I feel like the world goes a little fuzzy. And all of a sudden, I'm hyper aware of who's where in the room because I know where everyone is in the room. And I know that this person here is going to say this. And then this person over here is going to say this. And I I know how this scene is going to play out. It feels weird. Yes. Yes. But it's because I wasn't paying attention. Well, that could be one thing. Or you could be experiencing, number two, is experiencing something that actually already happened. So maybe it just feels super familiar to you because that happened. I just feel like the explanation, oh, I feel like this has happened before. That's because it's happened before. That doesn't sound plausible. For someone to say something and it feels so familiar, how would they have been able to say it the exact same way? Like, how are these couple of seconds able to replay again in the exact same way well i don't think that's possible i don't know number three is i thought this one was interesting i hadn't heard this before and uh, i also want to put out a disclaimer i have not listened to we subscribe to many 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 podcasts Mm -hmm. so i haven't listened to anyone else do a deja vu episode i don't think i have either I'm I'm just, I'm so behind. I never have time for anything anymore. I really, we're just talking about our experiences with yes. deja vu because we do have experiences. And I would like to hear you having a true deja vu and not a premonition. I want to hear both. Okay. I mean, I would love to hear all of, anybody has I a, of any kind of. Oh, me? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's premonitions. I just. Because I, I'm not saying that people can't experience deja vu differently, but I feel like deja vu is, it feels familiar, and the weird thing is, it hasn't happened before. Why does it feel so familiar if it's never happened? I don't know. And that's the thing. Is, has it really never happened? Well, that's why in the Matrix, they are fixing something that went wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, you see something happen before it happens. Does it happen the exact same way you saw it in your mind? The closest I can describe it is That's So Raven. You know how in That's So Raven, she sees the premonition Mm -hmm. and she tries her best to change it. Sometimes I can change it. Sometimes I can say something that will give me a different outcome. That's weird. Because when I have my deja vu, I can't change anything. I have to write it out. I have to write out those few seconds until it's over. Well, if I realize it in time, I can change. Maybe it's just a different reaction. Because if you're able to interact in the deja vu and change it, like when I have deja vu, it's happening. The world goes fuzzy around the edges. 
it's all a sudden slower. Recently, I have started just freezing, waiting. Okay, this is gonna happen. This is how this is all gonna happen. I freeze and I'm just saying no, 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 no in my mind until it's over. For me, if the track of time that is repeating is long enough, I can change something. Yikes, mine has never been longer than like, it feels like a long time, but I know it's not more than 10 seconds. Well, and that's why I'm concerned is that it's happening so much that I'm manipulating the second occurrence. Yep. The phenomenon of deja vu should not be happening this much to me. I don't think it's deja vu. Well, whatever it is should still not be happening that much. <laughs> shouldn't be occurring. All right. Number three. Okay. You have a dominant eye. And so what this means is that my eyes right now, I don't know which one is dominant. Let's say it's my right eye. My right eye is super strong. It's getting things like boom, 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 boom. It's getting images to the optical nerve. Boom, 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 boom. But then... I, my left eye is not doing it as strongly as my right eye. And so the left eye says, hey, let me give you the signal. Whereas my right eye had already been like, hey, let me give you the signal. And now my left eye is trying to catch up. Feels familiar because it happened seconds earlier. Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought that one was super interesting. I can see that. Number four is you need more sleep. There's something called memory mismatch, and that was founded by psychologist Akira O'Connor, blog that they run. It's a memory conflict of conscious awareness of discrepancy in memory signals being corrected. It's just a memory that you had, and I guess while your brain is trying to retrieve it, it seems like it's happening again. But it's actually happening. Yeah. Or maybe your brain's pr- trying to process it, and since you're so tired, it's not processing as this hap- this is happening now it's processing it as this happened before and that's why it feels so familiar and so the familiarity is in your head i think so whatever's happening seems like something else that was happening but it's not mainly because you're sleepy yes that might fit you i think so you're always very i'm always awake i don't sleep a lot and i don't get good sleep tangent have you ever read about the the russian sleep experiment yes and it frightens me so much you need to get more sleep But the thing is, they weren't allowed to sleep at all. I need more sleep anyway. This morning, I went to sleep on the couch, and I woke up, and my pillow was on the ground, and I tried to reach for it, and I fell off the couch, (gasps) and Adrock was under, like, she sleeps right there, Mm -hmm. so I fell on Adrock, like, partially on her, and she got up, and she ran, and she looked at me like, I'm not supposed to run that fast. I'm old. (gasps) Is she okay? Yes. She's fine. Are you okay? Yes. That's weird. But I was like, oh, no. Like, I tumbled down. I was like, Adrock, no. And she's like, oh. Hmm. So she was very confused. Do you ever sleep in your office? Sometimes. But um, the couch in there is not long enough for me to sleep on. Oh. But yes, I am super comfortable in my office and I love sleeping in there. You should get a day bed. We had a day bed. That would be nice for you to sleep in. But then old girl dented it. You get a new one. I don't know. I wish that I had gotten a chaise. That would be nice. Yeah, I would like that. Lounge on it like Cleopatra. Number five says that my brain is actually healthy. Deja vu could be your brain checking up on itself, running a self-diagnostic in a way. Wow. So I guess going through, running all the memories, making sure things are there. Is it going to tell me that something fucked up's not happening? Oh, people that don't experience deja vu may also be healthy too. Like, maybe this is just some people, their brain checks up on them and others, their brain doesn't. I'm pretty sure that history was changed when I feel deja vu. And you think it's so? the matrix correcting itself. You think so? Yes. Hmm. It feels, because deja vu feels wrong. It feels like it goes against the laws of nature. It does feel wrong. And it's not supposed to be happening. 
It does. It does feel wrong. Side note, I do have premonitions too. Or I have had premonitions and they feel different from deja vu. We need to do what is a premonition. Sometimes I guess it could be a feeling. And then sometimes I guess it could be... I feel like when you have a premonition, there's a theory that there are different dimensions. Mm-hmm. And there's also the theory that instead of being called like dimensions, every decision we make, there's another dimension. There's another world where we made the opposite decision. Yeah, I like that. I feel like when we have premonitions, Mm -hmm. we are tapping into those other dimensions. It's possible. We're seeing into that other dimension, like not necessarily seeing the future or seeing whatever. Mm -hmm. We're looking in and we can see a different dimension and maybe that's a part of it. Number six, it happened in a past life. Uh Uh-oh. A sense of knowing someone your whole life. JJ's not here for that. I, You know what? The example they used was, what if you see someone and you feel like you've known them your whole life? Then you probably have. Then you might have known them in a previous life. Or your brain, your memories could have been erased and you knew them in this life and your brains, you got (gasps) men in black. Or eternal sunshine of a spotless mind. They erased you. I... I love hate that movie. I couldn't watch it because it came out when I was going through a bad breakup. And so I didn't watch it. It's a really great sci-fi movie, but it's a sci-fi love story too. Well, I feel like at that time, I wouldn't have wanted to think about that as an option. But now I would probably watch it knowing that I don't know that I would want to erase someone. Do you want me to give you a spoiler? Sure. Okay. Spoiler Spoiler for Eternal (laughs) Sunshine. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Kirsten Dunst is in the movie. She's the secretary, right? Yes. And she's going through and she's talking about erasing this person's mind. There's a point in the movie where she either is talking to the tech and the tech lets it slip or the professor who developed this, she runs to him and hugs him and tries to kiss him and he pushes her away and says, no, not again. And she looks at him and it turns out that This has happened before, and it keeps happening. Like, what's happening? She has kissed the professor before. They ended up having an affair. It ended very badly, and she was one of his test subjects. So he had erased Kirsten Dunst's mind, and I think he had done it more than two or three times. And so he keeps her as his assistant, but it keeps happening over and over again that she keeps hitting on him. So he'll wipe her mind and make her forget that they ever had an affair and she ever kissed him and he ever kissed her back. And they'll pretend like they're just normal, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then something will happen and she'll try to kiss him again. And it'll either start back up or he erases her mind again. Well, his, okay, two things. Was he cute? Not in a sexy professor kind of way. But the way that he talked to her and how smart he was made him super attractive to her. I feel like there would be something like, yes, we're going to erase your memory, but then you can't be around them anymore. And that is normally what happens. Like when you sign, you have to watch the movie. More spoiler alerts. When you sign up, you're supposed to not have contact with that person. And everyone in your immediate vicinity gets a letter and it says such and such has their mind has had their mind erased of this person please do not bring them up please be aware that this person will have no idea what you're talking about when you talk about this person deja vu is about memory but it's also about how a memory makes you feel 
because maybe a memory is so something is happening to the point where you're like, this has happened before. This has happened before. And the way that you react, it's so visceral that you're like, visceral is the word for this podcast that it makes you recall that memory. So number six was it happened in a past life. Which we agreed was crap. Maybe. Well, I mean, in if you look at it in the lens of eternal sunshine, then technically that was a past life. They didn't die, but it was a different life. Yeah. By the end of it, when he is experiencing all of these beautiful memories, he's like, I, w- I don't, I just wanted the other stuff to go. I don't want this to go. But you can't have the good and not have the bad. Like, that's not how a relationship works. Okay, so anyway, five, six, seven. You are experiencing precognitive dreams. I don't think so. Number. How, why would you see it twice? I don't know. I don't. That's what doesn't make sense. I don't have an answer. I just, I feel like something is very wrong and I should probably get a CAT scan. CAT scan, yes, but I don't, I. I'm also a hypochondriac too, so. Don't do Google WebMD. It's always too late to tell me not to Google. It's always cancer. Yeah, it could be a tumor. Could be a blood clot. What is that movie with John Travolta where he got, he struck by lightning? Are you talking about. Was that Phenomenon? Yeah. Yeah. I always get Phenomenon and Michael mixed up because Michael, he's an angel. That's the one I thought the other day I ha- that happened at the dance hall. And you were like, what? No. You were so mad at I me. I about the devil and you're talking about angels. Well, I mean, related. I can't wait to talk about angels. The next one is you're on the right path of life. A message from your higher self that you are okay. But it feels wrong. It does feel wrong. Well, maybe because your higher self's not supposed to be talking to you. Yeah, okay, I can see that. It's like, I know I'm not supposed to talk to you, but good job. That's a good decision. The most recent one I had was at work. (gasps) What happened? You were were at your job. I was at my job, and it just started happening. You were zoning out right then, right there? I was in the middle. You were in the middle of your job. I was in the middle of doing my job. I remember, and then the world went fuzzy, and it started. (gasps) So you were awake and paying attention. At work. That's when it happens. It's when I'm just sitting here. He leaned over. All of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. I know what's going to happen. I know he's going to move. I can see when people are going to move, how they're going to look, how they're going to turn their head, stuff like that. And then you always have this thing where you're like, someone's going to come through the door or someone's going to say this joke. And it lasted a couple of seconds and then it was over. Holy shit. I couldn't do what I wanted to do, which was freeze. I just kind of sat there with my hands in front of me. I put my head, I kind of looked down at the desk in front of me. And I didn't want to let anyone know that I was, like, feeling something. And then it happened again at work. I was at my desk. Are you okay? I don't know. I was at my desk doing data entry. I was copying a disc for someone. And so I put the disc in, closed the thing, and it started. And for some reason, there was no one else around me. But for some reason, everything I looked at, like I looked at my computer, I looked up at my computer, it felt familiar, which is something that I do every day. But for some reason, this moment felt wrong. Like I was looking at my computer and it felt wrong. And I thought, oh God, it's deja vu. So I sat at my desk, like I pulled my arms in. I didn't want to move because I was like, I because it, it felt so wrong. I didn't want to move. I just... I pulled my arms in, I put my head down, and I just said, no, 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 until the feeling passed. Oh, my God. And then it was over. It's only a couple seconds. That sounds so intense. It is. It really is. And if so if you ever see me freeze, I just freeze when it happens until it's over. But that's also the look you get on your face when you're like, you're full of shit. No, it's not. It is, too. 
when you look at people, sometimes you're just like this. And that's how I'm like, Monica doesn't believe me. She feels like I'm full of shit right now. So last one, number nine. You're experiencing the tuning fork phenomenon, which is when your mind frequency matches that of another person. You know, sometimes when you match frequencies with a different person, it does give you that awkward, I can't believe this is happening to us feeling. You know, sometimes I'll be on the couch and my boyfriend's on the other couch. And we're watching TV and we're just hanging out and then I just let my mind wander and I'll start thinking about some random, some random topic. I don't know why. It just pops in my head and then he'll bring it up. Why does that happen? happen to you? Yeah, all the time. I want to go back to you are experiencing precognition because Anne Cleary has a study and uh, in the article that she wrote for Psychological Science, she links the study to the feelings of prediction they found that there was an association between reports of deja vu and feelings of prediction. During deja vu reports, people reported stronger feelings of being able to predict the direction of the next turn than when they were not experiencing deja vu. However, the feeling of prediction turned out to be illusory. Participants' ability to select the correct turn during deja vu was at the level of random guessing. And then why should deja vu be accompanied by an illusory sense of prediction? In that article, they surmise that in much the same way that the tip of the tongue state feels as if retrieval of a word is imminent, the deja vu state may feel as if retrieval of the current situation is imminent, as if it isn't new and the whole thing is about to come to mind. If so, it makes sense that a person might also feel that retrieving how this whole event unfolds is imminent. And in the article, they also say it feels like that something could just about to come to your mind, which gives you that feeling of prediction. But there's a difference between feeling as if one is about to access something from their memory and actually accessing it in time to predict what is going to happen. Maybe there's a a second or so that's the difference between you saying this is going to happen and it actually happening, but it may just be because you're sensing that something is happening right now. So, I mean, it makes sense, of course, in the study that that would be the way that you could make a conclusion because all of that makes a lot more sense than actually being able to predict the future. Because honestly, if I could predict the future, I'd predict myself some lotto numbers. I mean, I feel like lotto is very, it's cursed and you're going to end up in a bad place if you win the lottery. I don't need 5 million. I don't need 5 million. Just like a hundred thousand would be nice. That's all I need. You know what? 500,000. Enough to pay taxes, pay off the house, and buy another one and move where I want to move. But not right now. And I wouldn't, if I won the lottery, I wouldn't quit my job. I wouldn't either. I got to do, I have to do something. Maybe that's why, you know, so many older people volunteer. Like you have to do something. I feel like I have to do something. I think I would try to find a community center where I could learn some classes. I could take some classes. I do senior swimming, senior exercises. I want to learn how to play bridge, canasta. I don't know. I don't even know what canasta is, but I feel like I should know. Well, it's good. We have plans. The Mayo Clinic, mayoclinic.org, at temporal lobe seizure. So I'm going to go into why, how it could be a seizure. Looked up seizures. Deja vu is seizures. Your temporal lobe processes emotions and short-term memory. So if you have a seizure in your temporal lobe, they're usually called focal seizures with impaired awareness. An unusual sensation or aura may precede a temporal lobe seizure and act as a warning. You could experience a 
sudden fear, joy, deja vu, sudden odor or taste change, or a rising sensation in your abdomen. Sometimes you could experience staring, lip smacking, unusual finger motions, loss of awareness of surroundings, and you may experience a period of confusion, inability to recall what occurred, extreme sleepiness. Deja vu could also be caused by brain tumors, genetic syndromes, blood vessel malformation, scarring on the temporal lobe. So those are all things that could explain why we have deja vu. Do you think we're all just having seizures? Well, I have a genetic blood disorder. I could be having blood clots. Is there any way to check? I would think a CAT scan, hopefully, or something. MRI? When can we schedule your CAT scan? Well, I would need to have some sort of neurological doctor Give me the okay to get a CAT scan. Um, So psychology today also talks about, on average, people report experiencing deja vu once a year. Deja vu can occur during periods of stress or or extreme fatigue. Agree with that? Um, It's supposed to decrease with age. Oh, man. And people that are more educated or have a higher socioeconomic status are more likely to experience deja vu. So I don't know what the correlation is well, between I, that. And stupid. Why <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I I don't know why. Maybe it's because you have more unique experiences. So you have those. If you have a higher socioeconomic standing status, well, but you have a lot of unique experiences that other people may not. Yes. I'm not a doctor. I do have an answer for orbs. It's dust. And that's the only thing I know for sure. Deja vu can be produced. (laughs) Deja vu can be produced by electrical stimulation of the cortex. And deeper brain structures. So again, it's all in the brain, but there's still so much to find out, especially when it comes to making memories getting rid of memories, how memories are stored, how memories are recalled. Like memory is very, very tricky. People who travel frequently experience deja vu more than those who don't, probably because travelers have more opportunities to encounter novel places. And that was kind of, if people who travel, like to travel, you have to be in a higher socioeconomic status. And so you're probably going to have more of those experiences and then you're going to feel a certain way. And then some people who experience deja vu say the experience resembles a prior dream. That also happens to me a lot it it feels like a dream that's what i have on deja vu i don't know what i there's no answers here no answers only questions and a lot of fun conjecture this episode was intense well i'm not even done yet oh my god because i still have those other two what other two oh shit okay okay we're almost done almost done jamais vu which is another time people say people call it word nisha means never seen and according to smithsonianmag.com so this was from a smithsonian article about wordnesia the problem crops up when you can't spell the simplest words they don't exactly know how it happens or why but some researchers have an idea there's a psychologist and neuroscience professor at baylor charles a weaver the third weaver describes how memory glitches trip us up when for some reason we slow down during tasks that are usually done on autopilot and weaver says when you're reading what you've got is a very practiced part of the brain that responds automatically when is the last time you looked at kernel and realized it was spelled funny the automatic parts of reading take over and so they think the phenomenon is 
very briefly the automatic parts hitting a speed bump and saying, wait a minute, that's not right. It feels like second guessing yourself. Yes. And so that's why we have that whole, you're looking at a word like Colonel. I remember when I first started reading, I was like, Colonel, because that's how it looks. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you're reading something and you're listening to it at the same time and you realize, oh, that's Colonel. That's how Colonel's spelled. Yeah. And then you're just like, Colonel, Colonel, Colonel. And it just looks like super unfamiliar. Prescape view mm-hmm. is that tip of the tongue. And there is a theory that when you're trying to remember something that, okay, let's say you know something mm-hmm. and your brain has now made a memory of it. Words. Yes. Like Will Smith's last name, it's Smith. Uh-huh. And so you know his last name, but the word Smith is contained in your memory next to some other words like Sam, Sam Snot. It's contained next to something in your brain that's super similar. Mm-hmm. And so you can't pick out the right one. So this one has to do with how memories are stored in your brain. And so maybe you haven't created a strong enough association to remember whatever it is. And that's how you're coming up with what's his name it's this this it's it's it like sounds like pith yeah you can you can hear part of it you can hear a piece yes vsauce actually has a very good short little video on youtube about it mm-hmm. vsauce Okay, so this article that I got Prescape View from was by Courtney Goodridge, and she wrote that article on WordPress, and one of her sources is Vsauce. Vsauce started out as kind of this clip show, like they would put together a lot of clips and make snarky jokes. I love it. I absolutely love Vsauce. That channel is amazing. Well, then it morphed over time. Michael, who's the host of Vsauce, Michael started doing more episodes about science stuff, like science fact. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of morphed from there and it became other different channels like Vsauce 2 and all these other things that were talking about like robotics, technology, stuff like that. But I still enjoy watching some of the old Vsauce articles. And I really do enjoy when they started the new format of when he starts an episode, he's like, Vsauce, Michael here. And they would talk about like all of these brain phenomena and then they would kind of patch it together. So that's what I have on Deja Vu, Jamais Vu, Presic View. I still can't pronounce it. Jamais Vu. (laughs) Morning bells are ringing, Father John. I feel like this episode was intense. I'm going to say it again. You're not having deja vu. I am saying (laughs) (laughs) this episode was intense. I mean, it has so much to do with the brain and we're not neuroscientists. I mean, who knows what's going on with the brain, how it makes folds. I'm still learning how brains are affected by trauma, growth. We're going to wrap this one up. Thank you guys for joining us for another chit chat. Another spooky chat. Yes. Things that that creep us out. So in the next coming weeks, we're going to try to line up more interviews. But everyone that we've got that says, I have a story for you. They are super busy and we are trying to pin them down. And it's like, how do you pin down people who are that busy? We go to them. Yes. I know I have a few people that have alien stories, but one, they're embarrassed to tell them. Two, I feel like if I put up the whole setup, it might scare them off a little bit. Like they may be uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you for tuning in. Join us on Instagram. What's our Insta? Spooky underscore chat underscore podcast. And then if you have had deja vu or dorme vu or presque vu or the other one. Jamais vu. Dorme vu. (laughs) 
email us at spookychatpodcast at gmail.com and tell us about it. I want to hear about it. Let me know if your deja vu is premonitions like JJ. Wait, dormez vu means are you sleeping? (laughs) (laughs) So if you're sleeping or (laughs) you're experiencing this again. (laughs) What? Did you do our email? Uh, SpookyChatPodcast at gmail.com. And thank you to Forrest Wilson for doing our music. I love our music. I'm going to say it every time. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Stay safe, spooky babies. I'm super frightened. You're giving me that look. Are you experiencing deja vu or do you think I'm full of shit?